to Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit of Pleasure. Hey, remember me? It's Dr. Andrea from Season 1 of Life, Liberty. I'm so, so, so excited to be back again for Season 2. So I have something I'm really curious if you two ladies and you, Malcolm, have actually heard about. And that is there are some spiritual leaders around the world, men and women, who say that we are now entering into the century of the Sophia. This is a new century where women will rise up, not pushing men out of the way, but claiming our spot as the divine feminine energy rises within us. And so I want to just tease up this conversation that certainly in the era of the hashtag Me Too and kind of the drama and trauma around the world, what, I, um, what I'm tuned into with my side of the world is a new discussion about this energy, the energy of the divine feminine, which women naturally embody, but it's been a little squashed for at least the last century. But what's interesting, Malcolm, and I know you embody it, is men as well. Men are tuning into the, the yin to their yang. It's not that they're becoming effeminate, but they're embodying certain feminine traits such as cooperation, collaboration, and compassion. So even though things are really tough right now, my, my sources say we're moving into an era where women will rise up and they will lead alongside men. Well, the big question on everyone's mind, it's a gender thing or is it? World peace, religion, sex, money, politics, climate change, big business, big ideas, and big egos. Nothing is off limits. As I'm joined by some of the most accomplished and highly opinionated women from the far left, the far right, and the far reaches of the planet. This is Malcolm Out Loud, and you're listening to Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit of Pleasure. So everyone knows Dr. Andrea was season one. She was certainly one of the stars, the breakout stars of that season, and now has a fantastic show that is elevating the conversation and empowering women around the globe. Uh, On America Out Loud, liberate your authentic self. That plays every day, noontime, Eastern Standard Time around the globe. You can catch that. and. Uh, so it's so great to be back with you, Andrea. I just, uh, I, I've missed you. I've missed you. <laughs> I, missed, so, I missed a lot of the women from season one. They've become really awesome friends. And so good to have you join us today. Jennifer Breeden is here. She's an attorney specializing in international law, criminal law, and U.S. foreign policy. Shauna Peters, an inner world explorer and guide, uh, intuitive natural health practitioner. And this is Malcolm Out Loud here. So we're, we're in season two, friends, and I got to tell you, the conversation has exceeded my expectations by a million miles, okay? If you're not engaging in some of the incredible talks, you're missing out because I'm hearing from people all the time, and they're saying, wow, wow. We're going to give you more wow today as we take this on. Andrea, you mentioned here this new vibe in this century, which kind of got me, uh, I love what you just said, because you're saying, okay, in the era of Me Too, hashtag Me Too, in the era of all of this, 
uh, negative uh, conversation out there with uh, really about the genders, about women and men alike. I mean, you've never seen anything like this in the world. So you're saying there's a new vibe in, in, within this century coming in. And what did you call it again? They're calling it the century of the Sophia. And Sophia refers to sort of this divine feminine wisdom. So it's not a, a resurgence of a feminist movement. This is not about edging out men or hating on men. This is just a rebalancing of the divine energy that all of us have. We all have masculine and feminine energies. Mm -hmm. But according to the spiritual leaders of our time, this is what we are entering now, which means that all of the ugliness and the hatred and the misogynistic rhetoric that we're hearing, the reason it's getting louder is because it's coming to an end. Mm-mm-mm. Wow. I love it. Well, we're on a mission here. There's no question about it, Andrea. And you are helping charge that mission at America Aloud. We so appreciate it. Shauna, what comes to your heart when you hear these words? And how do you take that? Because you, Andrea hasn't met you before. You're meeting for the first time today, as all of you are. But but talk to me, because you, you have a great sense of the vibe out there. And, of course, you're coming from Costa Rica. But tell us what you think about that. Yeah, Andrea, that was just so beautifully put into words. I just, I'm sitting here with my hand over my heart. It was just incredible the way you said it. And I just, I love how you differentiated, you know, there's a lot of talk about, well, what's feminism and many women are turning away from feminism. But when we look at it in terms of energy, as you said, these energies have existed for a long, long time forever. Um, and it's about a rebalancing of the energy. It, it takes the competitiveness, the comparison out of it. And, and that was just, yeah, that's just so, so well put. And what I see really growing as well. And it is, uh, as an, uh, Dr. Andrea said again, um, when something is moving into the death throes, we do see it rise up and kick harder for a while. So, you know, a, a lot of people have been really concerned about the issues. And certainly it's painful to hear about some of the things that are happening around the world. But to maintain my center of balance, I do hold that same sentiment in my heart that as we are moving into change, we will see things rise up and, and change. And um, really looking at history, I think there's sort of a 500-year cycle of um, massive change. And we're hitting that 500-year point again right now. The last was the Reformation in Europe, at least in Western culture. And so something big is going to happen, just like it did 500 years ago. It feels that way, Shauna. That's uh, the way you just said that. And, and I also like when you say finding your center of balance because I think a lot of people are off balance right now, quite honestly. Uh, and how do you find that center of balance? Uh, let's bring Jennifer Breeden into this conversation because, uh, Jennifer, um, so you, you hear what we're talking about and that this shift going on. Now, we've been talking on quite a few of these shows, Jennifer, about this shift. We've, we've really addressed it head on on this production. Mm -hmm. Make no mistake. We talk about the empowerment of people, empowerment of women. And we've talked about uh, this, this change that's happening. There's something that feels a little different right about now. Now, when Shauna chimes in and says, well, we're in a 500-year change, I kind of scratched my head a minute, and well, she's probably onto something, Jennifer. 
It is. Actually, that was that was really neat to me. It's amazing to hear both of these women speak and um, and so much hope. You know, first of all, I think that that's uh, that's the most important thing, because a lot of times we tend specifically with the media on the bad, the bad things that are happening, the things happening that oppress women rather than on the good. And I think that keeps women down around the world is when we continue to focus on the bad. I see the good. I've seen the good even in some of the most oppressive areas. And um, there is this insurgency coming up amongst women within women that is uh, reclaiming that, reclaiming who we are in society and reclaiming that voice and, and redefining that, you know, but hearing the 500 years, I love that because you, you do feel, I felt this kind of underpinning this, this almost this earthquake shift, this tremor of, uh, of what's going to happen, of what's coming about. And I think, you know, a lot of these movements have been great, obviously around the world, that's going to look different. Um, you know, in the U S for example, I think specifically in the political spheres, you're seeing now, you know, these people resigning, which are probably going to be giving more women a voice. I mean, I am somebody who dealt with, uh, with DC sexual harassment and, um, and it's been, it's, amazing to see, you know, that voices are able to come out now rather than being silenced or pushed away or something else. Uh, It's really neat to see. But I think that women have um, a very important role to play. I mean, we can think outside of that unilateral box. We can think beyond that. And that's why in businesses, in many ways, you know, women aren't going to deal with, all right, if we have to, you know, succumb to what these men say and all these things, we're going to choose not to be in this business and just start our own. So you have women entrepreneurs rising up across the globe who who are um, who are starting to be recognized and seen. And I think that that's it's so incredibly important specifically to shift the world, to shift what we've been taught and to start to empower women, even in, like I said, some of the most oppressive regions in the world where I'm seeing education now come in, whether it's education, you know, underground or um, whatever that is, where women are discovering they have a voice and they're smart enough to utilize the the methods that they have to make that voice loud and clear. Jennifer, this discovering they have a voice, I want to capture that right now because that's also big. Um, uh, And I'm writing it down right this second here because uh, that is another big thing I'm seeing that people are discovering they have a voice. Women specifically are discovering they have a voice. Now, let's, let's tell listeners now that what's unique about what we're doing right now on this show and this production right now, let me just tell everybody, because Jennifer is a world traveler. She's been all over the world, uh, many, many, many countries. She is uh, really in, in the, on the front lines of empowering women around the globe. And she does a lot of work in the Middle East um, and a lot of work with the, the Kurds up in northern Iraq and others. And so she, she knows what's going on around the world. Uh, Dr. Andrea is in Monaco. She travels consistently around the globe, working with women in all different countries result of variations and ethnic backgrounds and so she has a real handle on the beat and and and, and Shauna Peters used to be Canadian uh, I think she still is actually but she <laughs> moved to Costa I still Rica. Am. <laughs> right <laughs> she moved to Costa Rica some years ago and now she's enjoying a whole other vibe down there which is really kind of cool and so you're all very worldly is all I'm saying very accomplished very worldly so I just want to tell listeners that so everybody understands that uh, none of you are at home baking muffins in the in, in, in the in the oven, and that's not. I mean, you may be doing that in addition to everything else you're doing, and that's all fine and good. But that's not your sole focus in life, yeah? <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, I would yeah. burn them. I would actually burn them for the house. <laughs> <laughs> My husband. Unfortunately, I'm I'm the same. I'm a, yeah. No oh, baking no. over here. 
Nope. I mean, we'll try, you know, we'll try to do something nice, but that's just a horrible mistake. We just stick to our careers. I have to admit, I'd burn them too, Jenna, so I can't be of any help to any of you, but go ahead. (laughs) Well, I can bake them and I won't burn them. I'm pretty good at it, actually, but I I do have less time um, than I used to. But uh, that is something that's important in my family because we have some different um, health issues. So that's something that we make time for, certainly. And, And I actually quite enjoy it's like, Part, it's part of my artistic and creative expression. But, mm-hmm. you know, my grandmothers, that was um, almost solely um, what they could do. And so I, I feel it's a real privilege now to live in a time where that isn't um, solely what I need to do anymore. And, and I incorporate it as I enjoy it. See, I love that. I think this actually brings up a really good point because, um, you know, I, I've said this before on the show and I've, I've said this to many people that I was raised um, I was raised by a mother. I mean, I, I was blessed to have my my you know parents together. But my mother, you know, my father worked. My mother was a homemaker, but she was a woman who's, you know, half Brazilian. She speaks four languages. Mm. She is absolutely wow. incredible. She's brilliant. She, you know, studied international relations. And so um, my mother did her own thing, but her heart's desire, she could have done anything she wanted. I still joke with her about that. Like, all right, mom, your, your kids are growing up now. Why don't you go work for the CIA or something? They need language speakers and native speakers <laughs> and, uh, and, and do something. And she, uh, but she, her heart's desire was to be a mother, no matter how many degrees she got, no matter how many languages she mastered, no matter how many cultures she knew, how much she had traveled, you know, she, her heart's desire was to raise her family and be a homemaker, which, to be honest, I think is the toughest job. I mean, I've gone to the front lines where ISIS is. I still think being a homemaker is the toughest job. But the purpose of this show is talking about women that feel that, that they're forced to be there. It, it's about empowering women to what, what it is that your heart's desire is, knowing that you have that voice, knowing that we have this voice of, all right, what's been put in us, whether it's from, from God, whatever has, whatever energy has been put in us that is our calling in life, knowing that we have the freedom to do that if we want without being chastised from one way or another or being oppressed and forced into a role that we are not called into. I love that. I love yeah. what you just teased up there because it's about what is our natural gift? What do we want to do? And it's not that we have to get out of the house just because, you know, of any pressure, but it's like this idea of being free to do what comes to us naturally, as well as not being stifled by political or other social regimes. So I'm glad you talk about that because this this isn't a one-size-fits-all conversation. Mm-hmm. No, and I think we as women really need to start seeing that. It becomes this issue of comparison. We start nitpicking and getting at one another. And one of my favorite stories and that I looked up and have on my computer screen here is when the women of Iceland in 1975, I believe, they rose up and they 20, 25% of them took to the streets and 90% of them refused to um, work domestically or professionally. And it took four days, I believe, until change was created in their country. And I feel like we keep picking at each other. Well, you should be doing this. You should be doing that. No, it's about standing up as women so that we have the freedom to express what is inside of us, what we are longing for, what is calling to us, what we want to sing out to the world. And and I just love that in Iceland, you know, they did that. They set aside the petty differences. They rose up and they have topped the economic forums gender gap index for so many years now. Yeah. And, 
that's exciting. I'm so excited because I'm going there in June <laughs> to really just meet cool. these fierce women, yeah. you know. This point of discovering that folks have a voice, I, I would like everybody to think about this. couple of things here now. As we now are coming to, I love this time of year. I love the new year. I love the idea that it's the birth of new ideas, new opportunities. I, there's something about a new year that just is a joy for me to be able to, I, there, it's like a snake when you, when you shed your skin, you leave the old skin behind ladies, you know, and you move forward with mm-hmm. new skin. That's kind of how I look when the calendar changes into a new year. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and so I want to encourage everybody out there to shed that skin, get rid of the old skin, or maybe this is your seven year cycle and your cells are replacing themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever it is, it's time to get on with the new. But when we say discover the voice, which Jennifer, you brought up, I, I, what I'd like to speak about is we come back in this uh, next piece here is how, let's talk about the women that are listening that are around the globe that have not really found the means and the how to discover that they have a voice to raise that voice i want to talk i want to talk about this is central to the talk today i, I what i really want to do is get the wisdom from all of you to help other women, which is what I'm getting a lot of feedback on as people respond to us about this show. They're digging a lot of the advice that they're getting from all of you ladies. And so how, do, how those women around the globe who haven't yet quite found that voice, but they could, let's lay out some ideas and thoughts and steps for them to find their voices and move this conversation forward so that it does become the century uh, Dr. Andrea, that you mentioned coming into this thing, and we are able to empower uh, women everywhere in many, many different countries all over the globe, which is what this conversation is. This is a global conversation here. Friends, life, liberty, and the pursuit of pleasure is probably the most amazing show and project that certainly I've ever been involved in, and certainly probably the most interesting one that you'll ever listen to in your life. And I say that in all sincerity. The fact that we are bringing together such incredible voices and really brilliance around the globe and the way that we're doing it in this unique style on this show makes this show second to none. And that's why we're getting the responses now and the activity of this show. It's really coming into its own. We're only early into season two here. It's a long life ahead. In fact, I've been talking to Dr. Andrea about really putting together a movement from this show with speaking opportunities around the globe and other cool, cool things we're doing. I've got a lot to tell you about as we get back in a moment, including uh, a new book that Dr. Andrea has out as well, A Time to Rise. I want to tell you about that a little bit later. And I want to, as we pause here to break, I want to say this to you. One of the things I've discovered in my life, friends, is you have to, back to that center of balance for all of us, in order to do the things we're going to do in this lifetime, we've got to have a good body to do it in. We've got to be healthy. We've got to be primed. We've got to be thinking clearly. And one of the things I want to encourage you to do, on the other side of this break, you'll hear a a message for Healthy Cell. As you know, I've been a spokesman now for Healthy Cell for, well, about a year now, actually. I love the product because I take it. And I take it because someone had sent it to me over a year ago. And, Andrea, we were doing Life Liberty. uh, And I had told you about this great product, remember? It was a little less than a year ago, actually. And that was Healthy Cell. And it was just incredible uh, what we have with this product. So it really comes back to the condition and, and health of your cells. That's the deal of what I'm talking about. Of course, I discovered and I've learned a lot about the health of our cells. This is really where your aging comes in. 
and it's really it just determines so much if you don't keep those cells regenerating themselves properly as they die off they say every seven years you get new cells in your body uh, maybe there is some hope left for humankind knowing that huh <laughs> for all of us the fact that we can be somebody new anyways when you hear the message, I want to give you a website right now so when you hear this message, you'll know about it. It's healthycell.com forward slash out loud. When you go there, you'll get our special listener price of $79.99 for this product that we negotiated. It's usually, I think it's $109 or $119. It's, it's $30, $40 more. You get that price just for being our listeners here. I encourage you to go get it. Take it. You take two in the morning, two later in the day, you'll feel like a million bucks. Or at least like me, a half a million. Hey, we'll be right back in just a moment there. Think back to the last time you felt healthy and energized. The best times of our lives occur when we're at the peak of our health, sleeping better, full of energy and focus. We know that fades with age and you might be feeling the effects of aging as low energy and poor sleep. But it doesn't have to be that way. There haven't been any nutrition systems designed to rejuvenate our bodies as we get older until now. Healthy Cell Pro is the only multinutrient system that impacts the building block of your body, the cell. Created by anti-aging expert and Nobel Prize nominee, Dr. Vincent Giampapa, award-winning Healthy Cell Pro cuts through the complexity of nutrition supplements by simply giving you the purest ingredients, filling dietary gaps to nourish your cells and enhance your quality of life for optimal performance. Visit HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for an exclusive discount or call 844-869-9958. Well, the Out Loud Perspective awaits you in life, love, politics, a healthy lifestyle, your faith, personal development, and living an out loud life on AmericaOutloud.com. Blitzer News and Entertainment Network, where you can listen 24-7 on our free apps on both Android and Apple. Welcome to the new era in communications, America Out Loud Talk Radio. Well, we are back with you, friends. It's Malcolm Out Loud here, Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit of Pleasure, Season 2 here. And again, we have on the show here back with us, Jennifer Breeden joins us, Shauna Peters, and Dr. Andrea Pennington is our special guest from Season 1. And it's actually something I've wanted to do in Season 2 here, and I've been talking to our producer, Tamara Elbayadi, about this, about bringing some of the superstars we had from Season 1 back into Season 2 and really kind of connect uh, the ends of all of this. Because I, I see a movement coming out of this. I see something really, really special and something unique. And I, I'm just the messenger here, and I'm just I'm just an advocate for what we're doing. But really, it's the women who empower all of this, who are doing extraordinary things. So um, consider me the guy who's holding the briefcase and just helping you get from point A to point B, ladies. Yeah? Uh, so <laughs> that's about it. And thank you for being here, friends. We're always excited to have you on the show here with us. Uh, we're talking about empowering women around the globe. And who better to do that than these three ladies who are, they have worldviews. They understand the collectivity and the connectivity of people around the globe. And, and let's, let's talk about this discovering people have a voice. Okay, so there are a lot of women who have not discovered that they have a voice and we're seeing a lot of these movements and activities happening out there some strange things going on as Shauna as you were saying a bit ago here it's this 500 year cycle that's taken place Dr. Andrea you called it um, 
the century of um, something. I keep forgetting. What is that again? The century of what? The Sophia. Sophia. I got to write that down here. Uh, Sophia. Okay. Um, Sophia. I like it. Okay. So I got it. Now, Shauna, take it forward for me here. Now, let's, let's step back a minute. So we're looking at a lot of women that are listening who haven't been able to pull the lever yet to find their voice. Let's give them some great advice and let's throw it around the table here with all of you. And I'm going to be quiet now for the next few minutes as I turn it to you ladies. And I want to hear some of the cool stuff that we can empower awesome women from around the globe with ideas and practical thoughts. How do we do it, Shauna Peters? Well, first of all, I would say you don't need to find your voice. You have a voice. However, we have set them in safe places for many of us. Um, We have set them aside because of, not aside, in safe places is a better way to say it, because of the situations we have found ourselves in. So like myself, I have a personality profile that in the religious culture I was raised in was not acceptable in a fe- to, for someone in a female body. And so I set that as, in a safe place. And particularly once my daughter was born, because I was in a very spiritually abusive situation and I needed to protect my daughter. And so I didn't do it to harm myself. I did it because that was the best protective thing that I knew at the time, that I had at the time. So remember that you do what you need to protect yourself, not to hurt yourself. And then times change. And so you can do something different. And so one of the things that I found very key that I would like to share with everybody listening is that you take small steps. You don't have to get there all at one time. And to do that, you need to scan your your circles. You need to see who is it who has something that I want to lean into. And then you need to put yourself near that person or near that group of people. And that may involve making some changes in your life. And you, when you are near somebody who embodies something you want to reclaim for yourself, that is one of the best ways that I know to reclaim something that is already yours. Um, we learn by modeling. We learn as small children. And to me, that does not change as you become an adult. It's very difficult to learn um, something different by simply reading books. You do need to see people embodying a certain characteristic to really successfully take it on. So that would be something that I would offer anybody who's listening. What what do the rest of you have to say? I love that. You're right. We don't have to find our voice. I think it's really been just finding the courage to use our voices. I think so many women have felt like they would be ostracized or criticized if they spoke up about anything, not just the sexual harassment that is so much in the media now, but anything, speaking up about wanting time off to go be a mom or wanting equal pay or equal rights in any way. And I think one of the things that's so beautiful about right now, as women are getting to this point where they've just had enough (laughs) You know, a friend of mine, Karina Virginia, whose uh, interview will soon air on my show, she said, you know what, Mother Earth herself is pretty much kind of tired (laughs) of the status quo of us hurting the earth and hurting each other. And, you know, some people say that all the storms and all this craziness is uh, a sign that Mother Earth is not going to stay silent either. And one of the things that she said that really touched me, and it, it really speaks to what you just said, is that 
We all don't have to step up and get on TV or get on stage and speak out. But because there are so many volumes of women and even Mother Earth herself that are backing us and supporting us, we can take those steps to affirm who we are in the world, who we want to be, who we want our children to see us as, as women. And, and like me, I'm a single mom. So I, I love that you say that we can do this in baby steps. We can take the step that feels most right for us. And I just want women to know that, that we're all rooting for you. You don't have to be a big you know, activist, but you have the support of this tribe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. And I like, you know, I like what's been said. Um, Shauna, your story breaks my heart, but I think and I, I'm sure you would agree that it, um, it it's made you who you are today. I think that's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's it's always sad to me when I hear about this spiritual oppression or using, you know, some a religious ideology uh, to, to oppress other people because I don't um, I just I always will believe that that's wrong. Um, but it is so true that, you know, women do have a voice. I think, you know, sometimes we want to find, you know, whether we have a calling or not, but we do have that voice inside, regardless of what we do with it. And as far as baby steps, I like that because, you know, with baby steps, I mean, we were talking about if, if that's your heart's desire is to be, you know, a great mother. I mean, I, I've known mothers now that have become these homeschool gurus and uh, they have their own blogs or podcasts. But again, you don't need some platform or stage. I mean, being a mother, you know, I have seen so many children around the world, but even in the United States who are neglected, who, uh, who don't have parents, who have a mother that goes to the bars drinking every night or has several men in and out of the house. And so just to become somebody, a parent, even if that's a parent to uh, your child's friend that comes over and, and, uh, and needs somebody, needs a healthy environment, you're, you're likely causing a life to become stabilized. And whatever that life is going to be, that is a catalyst for world change. And that's mm-hmm. incredible. I mean, that is something that is so, so needed. Um, I, I do think that there are, you know, I, I love um, Dr. Andrea that you brought up about, you know, women are afraid that if they speak up or say something that are, um, that, you know, we're going to be ostracized, you know, I've, I've, that's happened to me. I mean, that has happened and it might happen uh, no matter what. And so it's important for the women listening to know that, you know, it may happen. You may be uh, put down or you may be insulted or you may be lifted up and supported. Um, you, we never know what's going to happen when we speak out. You know, in, in my case, I was working for a small organization that uh, proclaimed that its goal was to help Christians. And I'm a follower of Jesus. I, you know, but I, I sometimes that Christian term is so loaded to me because of what I've seen. But I was working for an organization that was supposed to help these, you know, Christians and they had a chance to rescue them. But the president of the company, it was a male dominated company. He, uh, he thought that it was more important to get meetings for himself rather than to help these persecuted Christians, which is a much longer story. It'll be uh, coming out in my book and I'd like to write an article about it, but I spoke out against it. I made sure that these, uh, Christians in a persecuted situation were protected and saved, even if that meant, you know, the, the organization not getting, uh, not getting FaceTime with congressmen. And, uh, and I was fired for that. And, but to this day, you know, I don't, I don't care. And it's really put me on a track much bigger than I ever could have gotten there. And so sometimes even if we're going to be insulted at the outset, when we use our voice, or if it's going to hurt us, you know, temporarily, if we use that voice, if we use that truth inside of us, I think the greater good, I mean, 42 persecuted Christian children were saved that day um, because of what happened. Yes, I was fired. Yes, I had to move. Yes, it was embarrassing and humiliating and they made up lies about me, but 
um, in the end, you know, I've been able to do more now than I was ever able to do before that. And, you know, those those children's lives uh, were saved. They were able to get out. And so that's all that ever mattered. But it, it might be hard temporarily. But I think in the end, you know, it, it's always good to speak our truths, to, to look inside there, because women have so much to say. We do have so much to say. And even if right now that voice is in that safe place, I love that. Uh, I, I love that terminology in that safe place you know, it, it might hurt at the outset. It's like a Band-Aid, but eventually it will heal. And sometimes it heals so much stronger than ever before. And sometimes we're looking just at our neighborhood or we're looking at uh, the immediate moment or we're looking at that, uh, that moment of pain as a sacrifice for the greater good. And so I, I guess that's, that's part of our problem, actually, I see in a lot of ways. That's both men and women can speak to this point, actually. We don't always consider the big picture or the greater good of things. We oftentimes are just looking at, the, in fact, this is one of the biggest problems that I find that we have in uh, America, quite frankly, is that uh, there are some cultures who look at thousands of years and they plan accordingly uh, thousands of years. There are multiple cultures like that. We don't tend to do that here. And the, the quality of life is impacted by that because, to me, it's shallow thinking because they're only thinking the, in the immediate moment, you see. And I, I take that and I transfer that to our own lives. And in our own lives, we sometimes are only thinking of the immediate moment. And, we're, and sometimes there's pain that's associated with the next step you, has to, you have to take or there's something big that has to happen. And you need the push to be able to do that or you need the courage to be able to take that step. Uh, because it is for the greater good. I, I think that's, uh, that's profound coming from what we're speaking about right now, that everybody can, I mean, listen, people can learn from that. Governments can learn from that. Businesses can learn from that. I think a lot of people can learn from that in organizations just by stepping back, looking at the bigger picture. I don't think we do that enough, ladies. I, I, I tend to do that in my own life because I, like I like to look at life. And Andrea, you know, I've always used the term 35,000 feet. I tend to do that a lot in my life. I like to step out of it and look back at 35,000 feet and say, okay, where are we at? What are we doing? And of course, that's how I get restless as hell too, Andre. And then I want to rock the canoe and come back with something else. You know what I mean? Come on, come on. You know? Yeah, there's no complacency over there in your world. There isn't. I love to rock the canoe. And sometimes the waves get a little, get a little, uh, you know, uh, precarious, but I deal with it. <laughs> but that is the flip side with a 35,000 foot view too. You know, yes, I mean, we can step back and know that eventually it will make a difference. But then sometimes it can get so overwhelming that it's like, how can this one little thing, this one little statement, this one little stand I'm going to take, you know, or even being, being a friend, being a mother, being somebody who can mother somebody who might not have a stable home environment or whatever it is in your life, you know, or this one statement you're going to make, how is that going to make a difference in the world? And I think that can be overwhelming. That's another thing we have to, we have to move beyond because, you know, all of these, even all of these things we've seen now in the U S with these people coming forward with statements, all of this started with one or two people. I mean, Corey yeah. Feldman was one of the first people, and this of course is a man, but one of the first people in Hollywood to talk about this, but he talked about this like 15 years ago. Mm. And so, you know, you never know which one voice is going to start that, or at least empower somebody else and and that's what we do it's it's not for um it's not for changing the world it's for that inner empowerment it's for for showing others that you have a voice regardless of whether there's any global consequence out of it and i mean consequence in that broader term of 
you know, global effect out of it. But it's it's to show that you are worth having a voice. You are worth standing up for this. And I think for me, at least, you know, that is empowering to know that. And that well, is Jennifer, empowering to know that I can say that. Jennifer, global is a relative term. A global in your own life is what we what I mean. You see, global in your own life. I mean, in other words, your own life in a bigger reach. To, like you just said, whatever you're going to impact, yes. right? Yeah. Yes, so exactly. Not, not, yeah, exactly. that's exactly. We're on the same page because that's really what we're talking about here, right? I mean, you, you know. Oh, of course it is. That's exactly what we're talking about. And, and that's and it's so important because, you know, we don't know we're not we we can make choices from day to day. But I mean, in our own lives, our lives can extend far beyond ourselves. And I think that, you know, that's another thing that women are learning. And as women learn that, I mean, that's it's amazing to see how, you know, my life can extend beyond my it will extend beyond myself. I mean, we have people here who have who have children in their lives with me at stepchildren um, who have needed love, who have needed a stable environment. And then it's uh, and, and with these other women there, there's children there i mean so that's it's always an extension but then in terms of that that self-globalization is finding that is you know what is it that we were created for what is it that we were created to speak out for and you know sometimes that's a different story than that voice that we all have inside of us it's it's finding that what is it that breaks our heart i heard that said once you know to Mm. try to find whether you're passionate about something what is a what is something that breaks your heart because there's so many issues around the world i think that's where it gets that's where it gets overwhelming there's so many issues that women might be wanting to speak out about or and even without a platform or just wanting to do one little thing or wanting to do anything because there's no little thing when you're actually little thing when you are uh, trying to fight something that really needs help. And so it's what is it that breaks our hearts specifically? There's some things that people will see and say, this is this is an area. This is a matter that I really want to tackle. This is something that I feel passionate about. There's a reason that that ping is in your heart because it's not in everybody else's heart. Somebody else down the street might have something different for one person it's poverty for somebody else it's sex trafficking for somebody else it's something else and all of those pings in our hearts are important because that's the balance around the world is we have these different pings in our heart all of this is speaking to me right now and you know why it's speaking to me we're talking about the fact that we're talking about empowerment and we're talking about people that maybe haven't found their voice and and trying to give all these steps ideas and encouragement but you know what Dr. Andrea, when you named the book that just came out, that was written by 29 uh, authors, A Time to Rise. Wow, is that an appropriate title, huh? Time to Rise, Andrea? I mean, come on, you know? Yeah, pretty amazing. It, I mean, whew, they're, they're, well, gosh, where to even begin? Well, thank you, first of all, Malcolm, for sharing your story in Time to Rise. You know, for, my, for me and my, my career, both as a healthcare professional and a media person, I'm always, always inspired and stopped when I hear someone who's been through some of the most horrendous experiences in life or someone like me who kind of went down the road of conformity and tried to fit in until we really hit that that wall or that rock bottom. But all of the stories in Time to Rise are about, about the power of the human spirit And what I really wanted to do was showcase the number of people, you know, we have authors from 11 different countries, and each of them have been through things that I would have like crawled under the covers and just started having a pity party. And I think what it's what it's showing us, and I think the timing would just happen to be perfect, it's that all of us can tap into this universal strength, this human potential that we have for resilience, for renewal, you know, we can we actually can kind of hit a reset button and say, all right, maybe I 
you know, had to cope with stuff, um, as one of my co-hosts was saying before, you know, we, we may have had to compromise in the past. And there does get to be a point in our lives where we're able to reclaim our power and step up and rise up. So I'm really grateful, grateful that the timing happened to work out as it has. The book just launched. We launched it number three on one of the categories on Amazon. So you can look forward to hearing from some of the authors in the book alongside yeah. you, Malcolm. They're amazing. Uh, they're amazing. Again, 29 people from around the globe. And it really was their time to rise. Something happened in their life that clicked. This is a message I talk to you all about all the time out there, all the time. I am also in the book here. I'm one of the authors with Dr. Andrea in this new book, Time to Rise. By the way, you'll find this book and the connectivity to purchase the book right on the America Out Loud store. If you go to the store, you'll find that book front and center right there to be able to purchase it, uh, Time to Rise. And I encourage you to do that because the wisdom is overflowing throughout all the pages of that book. Of course, you're hanging with some really cool people. In fact, I want to encourage you, um, Andrea, that you know you can hear the wisdom coming from Jennifer Breeden and Shauna Peters, and you're just meeting them today for the first time. But you know, they would not not to drop a little subtle hint, but they would be <laughs> at some point in time they would be phenomenal <laughs> guests on your show and your production. Oh, I'm and, tapping in. I you didn't uh, even have to drop the hints. I, I'm very glad for the introduction, because, ladies. Because uh, uh, Dr. Andrea is really good with empowering people. This is this is she is all about this lady. So she's somebody you'll want to keep in your Rolodex. I assure <laughs> I assure you of that. Well, listen, friends, I hope you keep this show in your Rolodex as well. You'll hear it every day. 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time is the new version of the show. 11 p.m. is the encore Eastern Standard Time. Now, you hear us from anywhere in the world. And there's a double encore. That's right. 9 a.m. GMT. You'll hear us throughout Europe. And uh, as well at that time, so that, hey, if you have insomnia, you hear us in the middle of the night. And if not, you hear us in the morning. So, <laughs> anyways, we appreciate our numbers on talk radio are absolutely off the charts on this show. It is our number one production. But uh, this show is with listeners that we pull in on the network. It is absolutely crazy. And it all goes to podcast afterwards. So two days after each show, you can pretty well hear it on podcast. I've got to tell you, the conversations have been out of this world they've been beyond my expectations could ever be and the ladies are absolutely kick-ass incredible i don't know how else to sum it up for you listen we're going to pause right there and we'll be back in just a moment the goal is to deliver a message of truth inspiration and hope to the world to unite people from all backgrounds and beliefs in an effort to advance humanity. News blogs, informative podcasts, and entertaining videos. It's AmericaOutloud.com, where the conversation never ends. With 24-7 streaming on our free apps on both Android and Apple. Welcome to the new era in communications, America Out Loud Talk Radio. Well, the size of your dreams must always exceed your current capacity to achieve them. If your dreams don't scare you, they are not big enough. Well, those are profound words, friends, and uh, they, they were said by Ellen Johnson Sirleaf. Interesting. 
And some other interesting comments I want to share with you as we continue to empower folks around the world, and specifically women we're talking about today as we connect the dots here. And uh, our producer of this show, Tamara El Vallati, who's, and you heard her voice just recently on this show as we had an amazing production. Jennifer, you were on that show, I believe, that Tamara was on, correct? I was, yes. It was, it was, was that not an incredible show? It was a great show. Absolutely excellent. An unbelievably amazing. And so you, uh, you have to listen to that with Tamara. Uh, if you think of the title of that, Jennifer, share it with us. I forget the title of this show. I've got so much going on. But as you think about it. I think it, it had changed. Yeah. As I think about it, I'll share it, though. Please, please do. Yeah. I want to read to you a statement from Tamara. And the reason I'll bring up her name. She sent me a, a statement on today's show. And this is from her now. And these are her words. And I, I just think it's important to read this. She's such an amazing lady who has, uh, uh, you know, um, come through so many challenges in her own life. And, and Jennifer, you know better than anyone as well, because you've spoken to her privately about this um, as well, I know. And as an attorney, Correct. you've tried to help guide her and help her in uh, what she's trying to do to get her husband back here in the States where she is. Correct? You know, yes. Right? Yes. It's Correct. an amazing story. And that's how Tamara and I were connected to begin with through, through radio. But she says this, you cannot but to have a moment of silence in the presence of a hardcore woman who is working to support her family shoulder to shoulder with her man. This fascinating creature is more powerful and deep than just a body. She can be a young Nobel Prize winner like Malala or someone who established the international campaign to ban landmines like Jody Williams, or she can simply be my mother. Women around the world can have a lot in common that can have a successful career or married, working and trying to get her master's in engineering at the same time. Or they can just be mom taking care of five children. And if you ask any woman about what does it mean for her to be a woman, you will discover that they have different perspectives of their womanhood, something only women can do. So let's see here what our women around the world have to say about that. And those are the beautiful words of Tamara L. Bayadi. I just love that lady. So, Andrea, uh, talk to me on what you hear me say that. And you haven't met Tamara before, but uh, what, do you, what do you think about that? It just reminds me that we can all take a step back, men and women, and recognize we really do come from one family. You know, if we don't speak up or we don't support someone else who's going through a hard time, just imagine if that person were your beloved grandmother or mother or your auntie or your daughter. It reminds us that we are one family on this earth. And when someone else suffers, it's, it, it touches all of us. I know you, you don't just say those words. I know you practice them and believe that in your heart. That's what's unique about what you say. People that don't know you don't realize that you are what you say. You, you totally, totally are, as genuine as they can be. Um, Jennifer, you, you know Tamara now. You hear this opening statement in her words, the way she put it out there. There's some passion in those words, Jennifer. There is. And, uh, you know, and I love that. I mean, that's one of the reasons I love what I do. But, you know, Tamara is a woman that was born in the Middle East, was born in Iraq and, um, and and so was raised with that. And I think, you know, for women in the Middle East, you know, their voices have been put in a safe space within them. And um, but I but the most amazing thing is when they start to see that it's OK to, to speak out, to, to use that voice, to unlock that safe space and let it out, let it free. They become they are some of the most 
passionate, incredible, on-fire women I've ever met in my life. I'm talking about Middle Eastern women or women raised in um, heavily Islamic cultures. Um, but, you know, even with the Kurds who don't live in a, quite an Islamic culture, they are the majority. They are majority Muslim. Kurdish women are amazing. And so I love hearing these words from from Tamara, who was, you know, raising it in Iraqi society, but where uh, it's, it's like unlocking that voice that's had to be in this safe room. And I'm going to use that term because I love that. But it, it's just showing that this is who women are, because for so many years, you haven't been able to say that you haven't been able to know that. But maybe that voice, even if it was still in a safe space, when you met other women in that culture, in that society, you saw that light, you saw that fire in their eyes um, that, that was uh, similar to yours. It was almost like looking into a mirror. And, you know, even in Saudi Arabia, where I've traveled as well, you know, all you can see sometimes are the woman's eyes, barely. And, and, and but still the eyes can say so much. And I could see fire in some of these women's eyes, even if they couldn't talk to me, even if they couldn't uh, dialogue with me, which may, they mostly can't. They cannot bring up a dialogue specifically with a Western woman like myself or any anybody else. They have to be with their husband, their guardian. Um, but I mean, you can see that fire in their eyes. You can see that, you know, itch to come out. And I think that that's happening. So it is so amazing to hear from Tamara, to hear these words of somebody who wasn't able to let that voice out. And now it can be loud and clear in a free society, in a free place that's it. Um, where she can that's speak. It. Well, many of those women you just spoke about, Jennifer, they're trying to find their voice, which is is the essence of this conversation we're having today. Yeah. I mean, come on, you know? <laughs> well, yes, yes. And I agree with what the women have said here that they have that voice. It's just finding well, that key to unlock them from that safe space because they've never, they've never known that. But in some of these cases, specifically in these suppressive societies, yeah. it is almost a find your voice because when it you're, is. when you're born into a society where you are not allowed exactly. to have that voice. There's a sense I feel of women's wisdom that comes out from the bones. It can never be taken away from you. It is stored so deep inside of you. And yes, it can be socialized very deeply down. You know, there can be many layers covering it, but it is in the bones. It is in the marrow. And and it's, so it's more of a remembering as opposed to finding. Um, yes, certainly there are women who literally cannot speak out loud. And I have experienced that somewhat in my life, certainly not to the degree that many of the women around the world. Myself and the women on this show right now, I, and Malcolm, of course, but the women on this show, and there are so many women, and, and I think it's important also that message, because even if, like in places like Pakistan, there's a Sharia court set up. So even if the government of Pakistan, which, you know, is a, is a friend of Western cultures and says so, doesn't really have have all the power in that country. Right. You have these Sharia courts that are set up almost as parallel to the legal system that literally tell the men in women's lives that if your woman steps out of line or says something, you can carry out honor justice, which is an honor crime is basically just murder them. Murder your family if the woman speaks out or has a voice and we will we will sweep it under the rug. So even if those rights start to come out or we have these conversations, you know, some of these women who might have that voice still are going to be afraid of their own family members. And it's important, you know, one thing I want to say, and I, I wish that every woman in the world could hear this is that we care about your voice. We care about what it is you have to say. We want to hear that. We will find a way. One of the things I love to do, but we, we will find a way to hear your voice. We will find a way to make that known, whether that's me sneaking into your country you again or coming to visit. I just adore you. You know, uh, Dr. Andrea, three shows now, this will be the fourth one. I have said that we're going to get Jennifer to run for president, by the way, be the first woman president <laughs> of the States. Oh, gosh. 
Yeah. All right. No. So, uh, yeah. Disaster. She's already Only if you a... guys are all in my cabinet. That's Sergeant the, that's Betsy the Smith said Only that. These women well, Sergeant Betsy cabinet. Smith's yep. going to run security and all of that because she's a retired police officer and phenomenal, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be her campaign manager, get her elected, nominated. But she's going to get all the women on the cabinet. Boy, I've got to say, it's going to be quite a picture. All right, Andrea, we got to set the table now for you to take it. You hear Jennifer talking about all of this from around the globe. And with, you know, these cultures that are sensitive, and I know you see all sides of this. Talk to me uh, on what you see, Dr. Andrea, please. Well, I hate to sound like a broken record, but I think the change in certain countries is going to be slower than it is in America. And that's okay. But fortunately, uh, you know, women, you, you brought up Malala. You know, I, I saw that beautiful interview with, um, with Oprah where Oprah asked her, you know, are you currently afraid of the Taliban? And she said, no, they didn't kill me then. They won't kill me now. What, should, what do I have to be afraid of? Mm. And I think that's incredibly powerful and incredibly bold. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's going to happen overnight in many of these countries, unfortunately. But little by little, they will gain their strength and their courage. I think the Sharia law is like the scariest thing I know of on the planet, you know, outside of, you know, the, the past KKK. I mean, it scares me to death that there's this whole justifiable murder system. But I think it is, again, little by little, if we collectively pray and send out this energy to support mm-hmm. these women, it may not happen, you know, in the next five to 10 years, but w- they are making progress. We are helping them. And that's, that's all I can say. Yeah. You know, I just found that talk we did, Jennifer, and ba- and it's a good bridge to what you're talking about right there, Dr. Andrea. And if you haven't heard this show, you must go hear it. And it bridges what, what Dr. Andrea just put out there back to what Jennifer said a couple of moments ago. And it's one of the most, most powerful productions we've ever done on this, anywhere near this subject matter. It's entitled A Passionate Talk on Muslim women okay mm-hmm. a passionate talk on muslim women you need to go listen to that it's just gone it's just going to the podcast networks now it's been uh, just an amazing production uh, again and a lot of these productions have been like the two-part series we've done on bullying uh, in the stratosphere the two-part series we've done on you know fighting for god and a lot of these shows that are coming up, we got another great one coming out, Demons of Fear. Demons of Fear. Uh, these are great, great, talented shows, and uh, uh, it's a, an incredible body of work. You know, i, I got to take a second here. Dr. Andre, when we launched this thing, season one, and when you, you know, got involved in this platform, and now with your own show and all the things that are going on, I mean... I tell you, we we knew something could happen. We knew something special could develop from all this. And I have to tell you, we're on the verge of some truly amazing accomplishments here. And I I, got to tell you, where do you see the new programming, the new ideas, the new thoughts, and the exciting uh, possibilities? All the cool things we have coming in 2018, I am so excited about our programming and some of the other things that are going to happen here as we turn into this new year. And you don't even, and Andrea, I haven't even, I haven't even had a moment to tell you many of the cool things that are going on in the network here. <laughs> so you're going to be shocked when you see, but it's really. I know I will. I re- know I will, because I can't leave you alone for like a week without <laughs> doing something else. Although, oh although, although there is a morning show coming on that you're responsible for from host Emily Williams, and it's called I Heart My Life, right? 
Yes, mm -hmm. I'm so excited for her. She is such a force for women entrepreneurs. I know. I know. Um, I... Just a beautiful soul. But, you know, I have to once wow. again, Malcolm, like yeah. tip my hat to you because you had a vision for creating America Out Loud as an alternative to the ugly and aggressive media. And when you asked me to help out with the expansion, right. you stayed true to your word. Yeah. You said, okay, if we're going to be part of the solution, let's get there together. So I'm really, really grateful. And I'm really, um, you know, I'm proud to see that you're standing Thank by you. your work. Thank you. Well, it's about bringing diverse opinions to the table. It's it's not that we're all supposed to agree or not agree because we're not going to. Listen, the world would be a very boring place, friends, if we all agreed <laughs> on the same thing at the same moment. It just doesn't work that way. And those of you who think that that's the case, you're leaving a, living in a fairy tale alternate universe somewhere. It doesn't happen. But you know what? We don't allow the hatred in. You see, that's the difference, okay? So we don't have that extremist viewpoint of lunatics that run with hatred and fear as in all that hate monger. And that's the difference here. So back to what Andrea was just talking about. It's a movement, and it's a movement that is not only here throughout the States, but around the world and in Europe. We have a great following throughout Europe, and i got to tell you, we have a lot of plans for Europe just ahead on this platform. And Dr. Andrea and I have been talking about it. We've been uh, uh, conspiring, if you will call it that, uh, together for some uh, world domination here and some unique things ahead. Yeah? Uh, Dr. Andrea? Yeah, definitely. look look, look out, world. Here we come. We are it's definitely not doing America that. America out loud. We're taking the globe out loud. Yeah, so we're, we're, <laughs> yeah, so we're having tough conversations. You bet. We're talking about some challenging things. And we talk. look at the topics we're talking about on this show. Truly, truly amazing. Again, friends, this show needs to be on the biggest platform ever. So, I, I again, I want to encourage you. Tell your friends and family, associates, others. Absolutely. Go subscribe to the podcast on iTunes right now for me, please. Leave a five-star rating and a review there and tell people about this awesome stuff that's happening here. We got a movement here. We got a movement of awesome people doing awesome work around the globe, and we're here to advance the human race. We are the new era in communications, as I say all the time to you, and I repeat it now to you today. It is always a pleasure to be with you here, and thank you for being part of this journey, friends. Jennifer Breeden, Shauna Peters, and Dr. Andrea Pennington. This is Malcolm Out Loud. To be continued, friends.